Welcome. 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 To Golden Hour Gals. This is Ella. I'm Fifi. And this is Mare. And welcome back to the pod. We've been gone for a minute. It has been. I feel like we could say a it's long like, minute. Yeah. We could say it's like season two, but you know, let's be real, we didn't have enough episodes to <laughs> do a season. It was season like one. a mini series. Yeah. Like yes. a TV mini series. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's just we all also have full time jobs. What have and... we've been up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. I wasn't home for five weekends in a row. That's true, Fifi. Yeah, Fifi literally could have just been like a jet set. I I forgot who she was. I didn't know I had a third roommate. I forgot who I was. <laughs> that's okay. We're gonna figure that out today. Who okay. we are? Oh, that's right. Theme of the show. Theme of the episode. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna share some personality traits of ourselves. Some unique ones. Um, and but first, maybe... first we had. We have some stories stories to share. We got to fill them in on what we've been up to. Yes, we've been up to a lot of stuff. We've been traveling a lot. I've had a lot of visitors. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, But we've also had some eventful stuff happen. Like what's what's been going on with you, Fifi? Well, there's this particular event that occurred a few days ago, (laughs) and I'm going to title this part of the episode "Things We Have Lost." (laughs) Now, you could be a little bit depressed about this, or it could be kind of funny, but so Mare and I decided to go lay out on the beach. Where were you, Ella? Uh, I was. Were you I was in. I was in Yosemite. You were That's in Yosemite. Right. That's right. You she were. was sleeping on the forest ground, while you and I were sleeping on the beach. That's right. <laughs> we were really living our California lives. So, yeah. so Mare and I we part kind of far away from the beach. I mean, it was like a. It was a five-minute walk. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. And I decided somewhere along this walk that I had my watch on and I needed to remove it. Well, well, you have to clarify what type of watch is it. Oh, it's an Apple watch. Okay. Okay. Fancy, fancy Smart watch. watch. Bougie watch. Bougie. Anyway, so I remove the watch. I put it in my bag and we go about our day. We go lay on the beach. We read. Watch people, people watch, and then we head head back, and I haven't thought anything of it, and uh, in the morning, I'm looking for my watch, because I need my watch to stay on time at work. Like, I actually really need a watch to be able to, like, make sure I'm getting to see my patients on time. So, um, I text the girls, I say, you know, I think I've lost my watch, I don't know where it is or where it could be. So then I decided to go on the Find My app, which is such a cool like thing. It's also kind of creepy, but yeah. Yeah, it's... I creep on you guys all the time. I like to know where you're at. That's right. We do share our locations. So if any... any, It's for safety reasons, but Ella, it's really Ella Ella's like main us. source of entertainment. She's like, oh, you were at that bar last night. That's where you were. I, I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I never know where I am, but Ella knows where I am, so... Anyway, so I noticed that on the Find My app, the address for my watch is this random address, like, behind a university. And you were, like, pinging. You were pinging the watch, like, because you can, like, ping it to make a noise, right? Yes, yes. And the girls, we looked through my car. Was it in the car? We looked through my bags. I mean, I looked, and then I had Ella and Mayor look as well. They looked everywhere. And, okay, so I think I have a reputation. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah. 
this isn't the first time something has gone missing from Fifi's belongings. Mm-hmm. And some of them have still not, not been found to this day, but you know. Oh, those earrings I those have. Those earrings. Oh. But this was like big though, because it's your Apple Watch. It's my Apple Watch. It was an investment. So um, I tell the girls, you know, it's pinging at this address. What do we do? So we decide the best course of action would be to call the non-emergency police number. So we did that. We because called... they'll, they'll have someone come with you to show up at the place, right? That's what you were thinking. Yes, I yeah. was thinking, like, who knows who this... Who, so they'll, they'll, this they'll show up, and that's kind of nice to know that, like, you can ask for someone to go to, like, a place with you, and they'll show up with you, which is nice. So... Well, yes, and... Yeah. Well, except, well, <laughs> we except call, that, yeah. And I think, Mary, you were listening in on this part. Oh, yeah. So you film in on what... Okay, so um, Fifi calls them, and they're like, yeah, we can send someone like out to meet you to show up but like we can't do anything other than just like stand there beside you and Fifi's like all right well that that's good like I I just don't want to be like killed basically you know (laughs) and they're they're like okay well it might be a few hours like we'll you're like third in line but we'll give you a call like closer to okay it's been like an hour and a half. They didn't and... say a few hours. They were like, you're third in line for non-emergency things. Yeah. yeah. But apparently the first there were a lot of emergencies happening on a Monday night. So then we're like an hour and a half has gone by and it's getting dark. And I thought, let's call back the non-emergency. I call him back and the lady was quite rude with me on the phone. And she's like, more emergencies came up. You're, you're not like a priority. And so, um, you know, once we take care of those things, then someone will call. And I said, well, is there like an estimated time right now or anything like that? And she said, it could be hours. We don't know. Well, she basically proceeded to like mansplain how emergencies work. That it, really got me going. Meanwhile, it is the non-emergency line. Like, what's the point of a non-emergency line if you're going to answer all the emergencies through the non-emergency line then what's the point of it right well no i think they were saying that like emergencies had come up like through the emergency line 911 and like cops are responding to that so they didn't have people to cover the non-emergency line but then what's the point of having a (laughs) non-emergency line i know exactly (laughs) okay so then we're like all right Uh, i asked the girls i said well i'm gonna go will you come with me and of course, I think uh, Ella actually volunteered first to go, and then Mare was like, "Okay, I'll go too." We're like, "Do a ride along." Ride along, exactly. So the three of us get in the car, and we're like, "Oh, maybe we should invite our neighbor, who's an ex-marine, because we would feel better if there was like a guy with us." Yeah. So we're three girls, so all of a sudden, it's like he literally parked his car and walked by us, and it was like. As we were in our cars leaving. As we were leaving. And we were like, do you want to come with us? He hopped in the car. He hopped, he got in and we went. So we go to this house and... We brought mace and a knife. We did. He bought, brought a knife. I brought a knife and my mace. I don't know what <laughs> I was You guys are really like, building up this thing. Why the, am I going to like stab someone to get my watch back? Like what was it, I thinking? It was just self-defense. self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So um, I... I we, of course, we pull up to this house. It's like a nice area. Yeah, it's like a nice neighborhood. Super long driveway. Like, the girls could not see me, probably. From no, we couldn't see the door. No. So. You and our neighbor went up. We went up. He stayed below. There was, like, steps up to the um, door. He stayed at the bottom of the steps. I went up to the door, and I knocked. And the lady came, comes to the door, and I can literally. Well, no, I knocked. And I could hear movement, but no one answered for like three minutes. And so I knocked again and someone came to the door and I could hear 
the watch pinging in the background. And I was like, hey there, I know this is super weird, but I lost my watch at the beach today and it says it's at your address. Do you have my watch? And she kind of was like super awkward about it. Like, she's like, oh, a watch? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, she's like, what kind of watch? And I said, you know, like an Apple watch. Like I, can, I told her, I said, I can literally hear it. It's going off right now. She's like, oh, that thing's been going off all day. <laughs> yeah, because I've been pinging it all day, lady, and it's in lost mode, which all you had to do was press call, and it would have called me. She said, oh, well, my friend found the watch, and he brought it to me, and um, we're looking for a charger to charge the watch, which I thought was a little bit weird, but... Which, take in mind, when you finally got the watch, it was at 89%, so this lady had clearly already charged it. She had charged the watch, and she said, well, how do I know that this watch belongs to you? And I said, well, I put it in lost mode. So if you literally click on the uh, screen and it turns on, then it says my phone number to call my phone number. And she's like, oh, okay, well, let me call the guy who found the watch first and make sure he's also okay. the giving fact, it to you. The fact that you're at her address. Like, how, who else would know to be at the address that has an Apple Watch unless you had the Apple Watch I don't location? think I would have been that kind. I think I would have been like, how the fuck do you think I just knew to show up at this random address and <laughs> know my watch was going to be here? Well, and here's the thing that I did that was really dumb. So she hands it over to me, and she seems still like, like really we uncomfortable with it and so I'm like look if you're really this uncomfortable I said this is my watch if you're really this uncomfortable call the number and my phone which is in my hand will ring she's like okay so she takes the watch back from me calls the number my phone rings I'm like see it is my watch I just wanted her to feel like I didn't want her to feel like some like I was yeah stealing or I mean it's but nice literally that-, that you were wait so patient this lady was stupid Okay, people are stupid. I think she just didn't understand the technology. Ella, and at least someone had it. There were fishy-ass Pe- things going on people, here. Someone could have just taken the watch and stolen it. At least she, like, was gave it back to you. Well, yeah, but it but, was like... I don't think she wanted to hand it over. Just let me call my friend who found the watch. Why does it matter? He found the watch. It's my watch. He found it. Yeah. Is it Finders Keepers? I think she was stupid in regards to this, okay? <laughs> she was... Thinking she could be sly. So, I know. I just thought it was so bizarre. And, like, it was a, a weird situation. story, yes. too. Because this is totally my personality. I literally lose things. Okay, but you found it. I did. I did find it. That and you was got cool. It back. And I got it back. And you guys came with me. It that was, was a like, fun Monday night adventure. It really was really nice of you guys. I just want to let you know. It made me feel even more love for the both of you for supporting me in that. Well, I'm glad you have your Apple Watch back. I have it back. I'm never going to lose it again. Have y'all lost anything recently, Mary? I... (laughs) Okay, I have been really busy at work. We're a little bit understaffed, so I'm just a little bit stressed out with work. And sometimes, like... So on Friday nights, sometimes I just like to come home and binge watch medical dramas because that is <laughs> That's what your I love. Thing. That's my thing. I love yes. it. And um, so I was like watching, I don't even know what, probably like Grey's Anatomy or something like that. And 
Ella comes home and I'm like, I was trying to pause the TV or something. You were frantic. And you I was like, like running I the cannot house. pause the TV because I cannot find the Roku remote. I'm like, Ella, I have looked everywhere. I just had it like five <laughs> minutes ago it. in my blanket. I'm like, I ripped across. I like had all the cushions off the couch. I looked under the couch. The big couch. I, yeah. The, the house is not that big. I'm like shaking out my blanket. I'm like looking in my clothes as if it's going to be like somewhere there. And I'm like, I don't understand where this could possibly be. I'm like even looking in the trash can. Like, did I recycle it with my like kombucha bottle? Like, what is going on? Did you look in the fridge? I literally, yeah, I literally looked everywhere. Ella comes home. She's like, dude, what is wrong? Yes. And I'm like, I, I was cannot concerned. find it. Like, I was like, I, I can't turn the TV off. I can't. I, can't, I, I don't know what we're going to do. And Well, the TV was on already. You So you oh, had yeah. literally used it like five minutes ago. So like, it, <laughs> it can't have not gotten that far. It's it's somewhere in this vicinity. And it's so, very Ella to be like level-headed in these she's situations. Like, Sir, she okay. knows what to do. Yeah, she's like, Mare, don't worry. It's probably somewhere near us. And I'm like, yeah, but where is it? <laughs> so Ella comes over. She just looks like under the couch. She looks on top of it. She's like, it's right there. It was like behind the couch, which I don't even know how it got how there. there. I don't know. I no, if you're laying on the side, you like put your arm above the cushions and it like probably fell. She probably put it on top of the cushions and then it fell kind of to the back. But we found it and we were able to happily watch our dramas. <laughs> it all night. it all worked out. I'm, I was glad to be of assistance in both of these situations. I know. Yeah. I think, didn't I lose something once and I talked about it so much you had a dream about it? Yes, those oh earrings. God. Those God. earrings. I still haven't found those stinking earrings. I'm going to find them when I'm moving one day. Hopefully. I recently lost, well, I don't know if you consider it lost. I feel like I always knew where it was, but... <laughs> Kind of lost I also lost my mind during this too. <laughs> I was really losing it. So, but um, a couple months ago, because it's been a while, um, Mayor has turned me on to using the menstrual cup because. Oh my gosh, I remember this. <laughs> because you know, it's like it's great. It's more environmentally friendly. You don't have to. You know, it's reusable. You don't have to use tampons during your period. I was like, great. I'm gonna try it out. So I got one. Yeah, you and really should be the spokesperson for I, the menstrual cup. Yeah, before Ella, like, tells her story of this, <laughs> none of you should be scared away from a menstrual cup. It's so much cheaper, for one. You have to keep buying tampons. Two, you can pee with it in and poop with it in. I mean, game-changing. It was very, it's very helpful. You don't have to worry about ripping out a dry tampon. Oh, that's really painful. Yes. Well, yeah. there, it does, it, there's a bit of a learning curve, though, to it. So, yes. like, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. So, the first time, <laughs> I, like, tried it. And I was actually, like, nervous of getting it in. It got in. Fine. It's all good to go. And then, like, a few hours later, I was like, oh, I should practice, like, taking it out. And I, like, went to go take it. I'm like, where is it? Like, because I thought the little, like, there's, like, a little tab at the like end. Like a nub or something? Yeah, that you, like, can pull on. You're not supposed to pull on it, but, like, release the suction or whatever. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, dang. And apparently... Like, it's very, uh, there's lots of space up there. And so it just, like, traveled north really far. <laughs> and I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, I think you really, texted us. I, I don't know. When you guys came home and I was, like, no, I called. We were prepared to do an exam. I called my friend Anna laughing, crying because I was, like, laughing at myself to the point of, like, I can't get this mental cup out. And I literally thought I was going to have to go into and see, like, the doctor the next day because I'm, like, I 
gonna have to like get this out somehow it's not coming out it's like way up there i'm gonna have to have my roommates I like mare and i would have put some gloves yeah. on and we would have done it for you <laughs> i was freaking out this is like embarrassing but it's like you know what so your first time it's rough i will say that but the next day so this is like a full other day so it worked for like a full day we got it out i got i got it out finally the next day yeah, Which is I, fine. You can wear it for 12 hours. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can wear it for like up to 12 hours and stuff. It's fine. And you're not going to get like toxic shock from yeah. me. So. Since then, I... Yeah, how's it gone since? Oh, it's been great. It is... What? It's been fine now. I wear it all, all the time. Okay. I'm outing Ella. Okay. What? There are details oh. to this story. She's like, Ella and I share a bathroom. There are details she's lacking with. She's First of all, the tea. she's like saying she was like freaking out. Yeah, she was freaking out. This girl literally had to go on a walk because she was like crying, scared <laughs> that she wasn't going to get it out. I was crying. Then I remember. You I come home out. and she tells me that this is happening. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, I was like, you just have, when you go to do it, like, you just have to make sure you're really relaxed because if you're tense, those muscles are relaxed. Be I was not relaxed. And she's like yelling at me, how am I going to be relaxed? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, do we need to pour you like a bath? Like, I was like, don't worry. Like, if if you really can't get it out, like, I will fish it out for you. Okay, like, I will no judgment. I those, would do that. Those things are really suctioned in there, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. And okay, she did finally get it out. After that, you guys, she did not wear this thing for a long time. She was back to the tampons. She was traumatized. She was, I was. like, I can't use that again. Okay, what made you decide to go back to it? Well, then, okay, I was going on this camping trip this past week, and I was like, crap, I think I'm going to get my period on this hiking trip. And I was like, that's not going to work with tampons. So I was like, I have to figure out how to use this menstrual cup. So like a couple periods ago, I started using it again, and I got over my uh, fear and just did it. And I think the trick is you have to wait for it to be full to remove it. Oh. And you have to be comfortable touching yourself. (laughs) That's another thing. I think everyone should explore their bodies, actually. Okay, that's medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> Love it. Doctor. You should you should know you should be don't forget to do your own breast exams. Like know what your boobies feel like. Know what your you know lady parts feel like because you want to know if something's not mm-hmm. right. So that is important. Focus well, we've been learning a lot about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Ella really explored her <laughs> vagina. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, but we've also been learning a lot about our personalities. Yeah. We've been we've been really into and I will have to t- give props to to um one of my friends Jessie. She really turns me on to the BuzzFeed quizzes. But we've been taking a lot of these and you know, really telling us, you know, about our our personalities. What what would you guys say? I guess the first uh, kind of personality quiz I would like to discuss is the one on potatoes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I really went into this one thinking I was going to be hash browns. You really did. I uh, was very confident on that. I was like, I think, I'm, I think it's just because I like hash browns. Yeah. I don't really think there's any similarities between us, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got potato salad, <laughs> and I was just, like, really disappointed because I like... Like, I like my mom's homemade potato salad. Yes. I will say that What slaps. were the comparisons between you and potato salad? It said, potato salad. <laughs> You're a little old-fashioned, but you own it. Also, you can work the shit out of a potluck. There you go. Which, backstory, I hate potlucks, okay? Me too. Okay, hot there take. Was, yeah, one summer I worked for the state of Washington as, like, an intern, and... 
it was a fine, it, it was a good job for the summer, but I, I learned I couldn't sit in an office all day. But they would always have these like potlucks and I hated them so bad because it's just like so many people bring in like store-bought stuff and oh. then it's like you don't know where okay. the person's home looks like. I just don't like it. Have you, you ever know? been to a, we... a Midwest church potluck oh, though? That sounds terrible as well. Like can't oh. we just all just like, I just, I, if I don't know what your kitchen looks like, if I don't know you well enough, I don't want to eat your food. I just think like if you come to my house, I'll cook for you. If I come to your house, you cook for me. Like, and I, I just don't think I don't, I don't need to bring stuff over. And work potlucks, let's just not do that. Let's just all like pitch in and cater. Is that bad? Or the boss just treats. I know everyone. Midwest. You may feel different about this. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I got French fries. Me too. Okay. I'll tell us about French fries. Oh well, we're a crowd favorite. Yeah. Everyone loves us. And you can be paired with a lot of dipping sauces. So I do appreciate our versatility, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that both of us got that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to get, like, you know, mashed potatoes or something. <laughs> mashed potatoes? You don't strike me as a mashed potato gal. I don't? No. I think French fries works for you. Oh, well, thank you. Um. Okay, the next one was the... Was it the... the oh, it was the Disney... Oh, yeah. It was, which three Disney characters oh. are you a combo mm-hmm. of? Backstory, I don't really know a lot of the Disney... We'll explain them for you. Okay, so you, who'd you get? I got Megara. 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 From Hercules. <laughs> Disgust and Elsa. So Disgust is from Inside Out. Yeah. It says you're sarcastic, opinionated, and fiercely independent. that's nice okay I will say Megara has one of my favorite songs from Hercules it's I won't say I'm in love like great like love song it's uh, but that's a great that movie in general so many good songs yeah that movie was great um that's a good one I don't know a lot about disgust from Inside Out but I feel like I need to watch Inside Out I've never seen it oh it's so cute it's cute it like is really good at teaching kids about like different emotions what were your three Fifi Fifi okay so I got Alice Sully from Monsters Inc. and Peter Pan. What does it say? I would literally like to hear this Peter Pan <laughs> reference. It says you're eternally young at heart and constantly daydreaming. Is this true? Ooh, yeah, actually, okay. The Peter Pan connection makes sense then, because you're kind of like a kid at heart. People often find your ambition intimidating and envy your unwavering positivity. Mm. I don't know about it. <laughs> I would say out of the three of us, Ella's the optimistic one. I don't know about your positivity, but I totally get the like young heart, like Peter Pan vibe, actually. There are times when you feel like you lack direction in your life, but you know that your best days are yet to come. No, okay, that, yeah, that, yeah, that actually makes yeah. sense. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I got, let's see, for Ella, I got Mulan. Love. Fairy Godmother. And Rafiki. <laughs> like, I feel like the fairy godmother and Rafiki are both, like, the old, wise, <laughs> sage person. So, like, IDK about that. But you're tough as nails and wiser than the average person your age. You would do absolutely, absolutely anything for the people you love and pride yourself on your tranquil, calming demeanor. People often turn to you for help and advice, which you love because it makes you feel useful. You're often the voice of reason in tough situations, but once someone pushes you a little too far, you have no problem showing them who's boss. Ooh. I feel like that's also Mare, too, in a little bit. But um, I will say I do think I'm wise for my age. I think you're 
great at setting boundaries, Ella. I think that's a good part of your personality that I wish I had too. We talk about that a lot, setting boundaries. Yes, Yes, we do. It's good. And Mulan is tough as nails. Like, she is badass. She's probably my favorite Disney princess on She saved China, like a whole country. Yeah. Yeah. What would we do without her? Where would Amazon be? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was a terrible joke. Next next one. Oh, this was a personal favorite because it was what percentage of trash trash are based off your junk foods that you picked. Okay. okay, so I got 29% trash, not very trashy, make no mistake, you're garbage. <laughs> okay, so I feel like, yeah, let's go in order. You're so... just not very garbage percentage-wise. That's what it says. That's good, it means you're classy. Yeah, coming, so yeah, you're definitely the classiest of it was us all. those Cheez-Its I chose over. I chose Cheez-Its too. Oh, but you know what I chose for the cookies? Those, like, Milani dark chocolate. Oh, those are fancy. I think yeah. I went with, like, the Girl Scout cookies. Ooh. Girl Scout cookies slap. I know. I came in at 51.5% trash. Slightly more than half trash. Okay. So I'm trash half full type of person. Which is true. I am very a glass half full. So I'm like trash half full. And you ought to be proud of that. I should be proud of that. Get, Coming Casey? in. Oh, I bring up the rear. I okay. To be fair, I don't think this is completely accurate really? because the vegan options are the ones that I chose, and I think I think the Oreos really tipped me off the edge here. But it says one hundred percent trash. You are full blown garbage. You're a dumpster filled to the brim. You couldn't really fit any more trash in there. You're basically Oscar from Sesame Street. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was a little harsh, honestly. Like, maybe my, maybe I'm a little sensitive, but, yeah. The, the irony that the vegan got 100% <laughs> trash. What cookie did you pick? Oreos, of course. Oh, yeah, because they're vegan, right? They're vegan. I feel mm-hmm. like Oreos aren't that trashy. The other yeah. thing that may have pushed me over the edge, I didn't, that I picked that wasn't vegan because I remember really loving, is Cheetos. Mm. Oh, those are good. The Flamin' Hot. Oh, the flaming Hot, oh. yes. If they had Takis on there, I would have picked that. Oh, that's definitely trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fuego ones. Fuego. Fuego. Okay, so then on a more serious note, we... I think those were all pretty serious and pretty okay. accurate, Well, actually. those quizzes, though, like, what is the statistical data that... I think BuzzFeed, you know, I'm sure their science department has some very thorough math going on behind the scenes of these quizzes. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have one more of the BuzzFeed ones. We did one that was, it was, have you ever wondered what kind of bagel you'd be? Here's the quiz that'll tell you. bagel. Yeah, do do I say bagel? Bagel. Bagel. We all get get bagel or whatever. Bagel? Bagel. Okay, well, in case you guys were wondering what kind of bagels we would be, or bagel, however you're going to say it. Mare. What's mare? I'm a plain bagel, and I'm offended by this. You basic. It says, you like to keep things simple, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You're a simple person simple who enjoys <laughs> simple pleasures. You prefer to take the safe option rather than the path not taken. I'm offended. I don't think that characterizes me. But think about it with the plain bagel you can do a lot of things with. Like, you could go sweet. You could go savory <sighs> with the toppings. Here, Ella Versatility. Like, Here she goes. There you go. Yeah. Positive as ever. I'm it's just saying, like, whenever I go to a, You're a bagel shop, a plain bagel is the last bagel I choose. If I were you, I'd be disappointed in my personality. But also, a plain bagel is a good way to know what type of bagel shop it is. Because, like, if you really want to get down to it and, like, what type of bagels are this bagel shop serving, go to the plain. That will tell it all. 
All right, Ella, you tell us. What bagel were you? Yeah. I was the sesame seed bagel. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, we both were, Fifi. Yes. And I don't have the description up, so you should... Okay, I have it. Again, us and french fries and sesame seeds. Yeah, I'm... You know, it says there's no other way to say it. You're unique. You're eccentric and different, but in the best way possible. You're profoundly true to yourself and really don't care what other people have to say about you. Mm. I would just like to know, why are they <laughs> characterizing a sesame seed bagel as, as I would think a that, unique bagel? I like, think it's, it's literally a plain bagel with sesame seeds. There's no added flavor from the sesame okay, seeds. Okay, just because we're fancier than you. It's just an added texture. She... Exactly, like us. We have texture It's salty. She's salty. I'm smooth and silky. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to the losing things. I guess I should announce my roommates are really proud of me but I just booked my first Brazilian waxing or sugaring appointment so everyone pray for me t's and p's I'm about to lose my sugaring virginity I would come come hold your hand if you wanted me to if anyone has advice I'm really terrified but you'll be fine just take like like, take a Valium (laughs) who just has that laying around (laughs) not me take an edible before going Our next podcast, maybe I'll have reports of how it went because I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. Oh my gosh, maybe I should come and we should just record the audio. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Okay, we have one final one. Yeah, so we all decided because, you know, we are kind of a dating podcast as well. Um, we decided we were going to do Even the, though it's been quite um, dry on that front for us. Yeah. Well, we're just focusing on ourselves. Yes, we're dating we ourselves. Okay? California is in a drought, so. <laughs> yeah. So are our dating lives. <laughs> <laughs> I was ghosted twice this week. So that's how my dating life's going. Oh, you know what? It's their loss, truly. It really is. There's no wasted time there. So yes, at least they showed their true colors early on. Um, okay, so we took the five love languages quiz, which I thought this was really fun to do because I've taken it before and it's been interesting. Like my love lang- languages have changed as I've aged. Yeah, it might have changed too. Do you want to, um, Fifi, tell us what the five are? Okay, so the five love languages are physical touch, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gift giving. Uh, and so this quiz that we took kind of told us what percentage of each mm-hmm. is in the most important to you. And what I thought was interesting was that I thought that the, I thought it was kind of a harder quiz to take. It was longer. And it was longer, but like some, some of them, them are I, tough. I really had a hard time deciding. Yeah. But tell us what is your like top love language yeah let's all go around so i'm 30 percent acts of service which acts of service can be helping with homework really be oh sorry let me take homework. i'm 30 percent acts of service <laughs> yeah help me with the homework <laughs> um so acts of service they describe um can helping with homework really be an expression of love Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibility weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. Their words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Yeah. 
And Ella, I think yours is similar. Mine is the same. I'm looking at us. We have the top three are the same, actually. Acts of service, quality time, and words of affirmation. I feel like mine were all pretty close, like those three. Yeah. And I think those struggle, like Fifi was saying, the quiz was kind of hard in those aspects, like deciding between those ones. But I don't think acts of service has always been my top one. I would probably say like words of affirmation or quality time used to be more in the top. But I think lately, as you were saying, like I really appreciate when people like go out of the way um, to do things for me that are like maybe they know it's something I don't enjoy doing or it's like, oh, let me, I picked this up for you on the way here. Like I know you need to go run that errand or something or like things like that that are helpful. I just like really appreciate that. And I feel like it really shows that they care about me because they thought about me and what they could do for me. Yeah. I feel like it takes more effort to like acts of service where like quality time is like they just have to like show up, which that is important. But like, you know, it shows that they're thinking yeah. about you even when they're not with well, you. Well, also you were saying, Mayor, that like a lot of times we like to receive love and how we give love. So like mm-hmm. Mayor is really good about doing acts of service, like for especially like us as roommates, like doing things for us. I feel like you like to show your love that way. So it makes sense that you would like to receive yeah, it that way. True. That's true. true. Yeah. What was yours, Fifi? Your top one? Oh, my top one. <laughs> is anyone surprised? No, we're not. No. I was surprised a little. My top one is physical touch, which the description says this language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Mm. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. So I will say, I feel like that this this love language it, it, it I don't do think it is my love language because partly my culture too we're very mm. like touchy when when we greet each other we kiss each other on the cheek you know growing up my parents and I like we always kissed and hugged and mm-hmm. um I, I think it can get me in trouble though because I do recall one of my friends I had just met her boyfriend and I hugged him and she's like, oh, yeah, he just mentioned that you really enjoyed hugs. <laughs> Which afterwards I was like, oh, whoops. Like, was that inappropriate? No. I don't know. I feel like I hug, like, like when I meet, like, close friends, like, people who are close to them. Yeah, I hug I people. I hug them. Like, when your parents came, I hugged them, which, I don't know. Hopefully that would make them uncomfortable. No. I think but... part of it, too, okay, I am a little bit on the opposite spectrum of Fifi. Physical touch was my last <laughs> um, love language. And I think part of it too is that I, not that I don't love hugs. Like I love a good hug, like greeting people and everything. And then also I'm just like a very like, like my personal space. So I'm kind of like sometimes, and I've gotten better at this over the years. I used to be like, don't touch me. But now I'm much more open to it. But I would say that's not my top love language. Doesn't mean I don't like receiving it though. Yeah. But I feel like it also stems to how we were raised. Yes. Like you... Fifi, you grew up in a very, like, physical touch family. My family, I would say, I will say, we are definitely, well, like, let's, like, I kiss my mom on the lips. She still forces me to kiss her on the lips. When I <laughs> okay, I think that's a little I weird. Think it's funny. <laughs> I, 
You know, I just feel like we need to normalize. Like, when I leave, like, when my mom drops me off at the airport, I love you. I know she's listening. I love you, mom. But We love you. (laughs) You know, she makes us kiss her on the lips. And, like, my grandma, up until the day she died, like, when you hugged Nana goodbye, like, you had to kiss her on the lips. It didn't matter. On the lips? Okay, my grandma still tries to get us on the lips. Yeah, it's listen, and it's not to me. Like it's just like it's just not weird because that's what my family does, and like I don't know, like even like when even my brother, my my brother and I are not kissing each other on the lips. Let's make that clear. (laughs) But what's going on? Like we are very like a lovey dovey family in the sense that like when we call each other, like you don't hang up until you say I love you, Mm. and like that's just always how I've grown up. So like there's been moments where like I've been on like work calls and like almost said I love you hanging up just out of like habit, and I'm like don't do that. Yeah, I think that is a big point. And I think another point I was going to make too is I think your your love languages can change even sporadically too. Because I think a lot of times we, our top love language can be what we're not currently receiving too. I think at the time of like what we're not getting can sometimes, so like if currently you're not receiving a lot of physical touch, like you could be like, I really like value that I need physical touch in my life. Or if it is like words of affirmation, if you haven't been receiving a lot of like positive reinforcement or words of affirmation, then like that could be your top, top love language. Cause that's something you're in need of. So I think they can change yeah, too, based off fluid. of like, yeah, where you're at in life or I think too, it looks different. You know, Fifi is in a relationship, whereas Mary and I were single. So like, how we receive our love is more in like a friend love way or family love. It's not in a uh, relationship love type way. I'm pretty sure Mayor would not uh, be obje- object to some physical touch here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My physical touch is, I'm surprised it's, I think... Like, when I took this when I was younger, it was my top one. But now it's my fourth one. It's I'm 20%. Um, I do like physical touch, but I think the older I've gotten with, like, dating, it's, like, well, it's not that hard for a guy to show, like, physical touch versus, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's pretty rare when I've dated a guy that, like, actually has done, like, you know, acts of service and like gone out of their way yeah I haven't dated anyone serious in like years so what were your second and third mine were the the words of affirmation and quality time mine was second was words of affirmation uh mine was quality time and then words of affirmation and my last one is receiving gifts I wouldn't even talk about gifts I think I think gifts are still up there for me I think it's sweet and when they're thoughtful and and like thought out but I think, I think especially as millennials, a lot of more millennials are going away from like the material side of things and they like, uh, desire more like quality time or experiences. Yeah. So I feel like gifts is always on the top of people's list. Gifts is on the very bottom of my list. Same. I think it's partly because, um, if I give a gift, I want it to be really, really thoughtful. Yeah. And if I can't get to that level, then I will literally just give someone like money. Yeah. Cause I feel like if I can't put in that effort that I might, I, I would rather just not I know, but put in like partial I like effort. Receiving gifts that are thoughtful. So like that would be, you know, yeah. it's not like just receiving mm-hmm. gifts, but when they're like thought out, I think it's really like nice. And it means that they're thinking of you. Like, if they saw something, like, oh, my gosh, I, I thought of you, and I just bought this for you. Or, like, when someone buys me flowers, I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, it is nice. Girls still like flowers. Yeah. Yeah. I buy them for Ellen and I's bathroom now. 
because you know we're oh, women. Thanks, we're women with jobs. We can buy our own flowers. We don't exactly. have to rely on a man for that. Although that doesn't mean we don't want flowers from a man. Yes, yes, send flowers. <laughs> um, okay, I feel well, like we should wrap it up here. Yeah. So, listeners, let us know what your top love languages are. We'd love to hear them. Um, and if you've lost something and you have a good funny story, oh, we want to hear those too. Yeah. And then lastly, shout out to. Um, Mary's mama, she made these lovely rocks, painted rocks that have our logo on them. I think I posted them on our story a couple weeks ago, um, on our Insta golden hour gals. Um, but they're so sweet. She made one for each of us. And then like a big one, a big one for our garden. Put it in a, well, the flowers, flowers, which are beautiful. And she put the rock in there and it looks so nice. I know, but it's so sweet. So thank Thank you. you. We love them. Thanks mama. We love your rocks. I got a personal one for myself, which I appreciate. Thank you, Mary's mama. Yes. yes. But okay, we're going to start doing these more regular now, right? Yes. <laughs> and I just want to say we know that this podcast is very light and funny, and that was kind of our goal. We recognize there's a lot of things going on in our country and world right now that are depressing and mm-hmm. sad, and I won't go on a soapbox, um, but... We want to acknowledge that and recognize that, um, but we just, our goal of today's podcast was a little to escape. add a, yeah, have a little escape and add a little bit of joy because we all need to smile a little more. Yeah, there's a lot for us to, we come home and we decompress a lot and talk about a lot of things, so. But I also like talking about potatoes, so. Yeah, everyone, if you like potlucks, enjoy those. You like French Hot fries. <laughs> well, until next time, we are signing off. See you next time. Adios. Bye.